Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. The NBA season, believe it or not, starts in about a month, and Bet Online has some uh, interesting props you can bet on. Wild stuff like you can bet on whether LaMelo Ball, the third overall pick, will average more than 5.5 assists. Uh, there's even odds on that. That's a tough one. I'll probably say yes, because he's a great passer. But from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. everybody welcome to another version of uh bill wrote no sports uh it's bill wrote man you got pots and pans going on there you know? <laughs> <laughs> i'm upstairs i'm upstairs it is thanksgiving yeah 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 forgive me man <laughs> it is what it is though <laughs> damn Anyway, so, it's a I'm cold a, game over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here at an undisclosed location. Upstairs, right, right. But I know, I know where Jamal is. You're, the, you're near the kitchen, right, Jamal? No, no, no. I'm upstairs. I'm upstairs. Oh, out of the line of fire. Uh-huh. All right, smart man. <laughs> yeah, and we're here with a, a special guest, a friend of the show. Uh, who since then has gone on to bigger and better things. He's got his own podcast. In fact, he snatched them all. <laughs> he, hijacked, he hijacked them all. <laughs> I see like, how, the, how the singing groups used to be. Like, in the old days, you have your, you have your group. And then one cat, your major, and says, hey, yeah, man, well, I'm, sing- I'm also singing with a velvet tone. <laughs> Hell, Melvin and the Blue Nose, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, oh man. Uh, anyway, but anyway, listen. It's a dirty I guess game. It, I guess there's a great Khalid Green. Khalid, what's going on, man? I'm good, brothers. How are y'all? I'm good. I'm good, good. Good. Good, man. It's great having you back on the show, man. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Man. Happy to be here. Yeah, That's last right. time we had you on the show, man, you always got everybody fine. <laughs> yeah, a little, little controversy. A little controversy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep it PG tonight. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Khalid, what's your what are your Thanksgiving Day plans, man? What are you what are you doing? Man, I'm uh watching some football, um uh plan on working out. Mm-hmm. Um and then that and then this weekend, uh I'm actually gonna go to a uh tournament up in Delaware with oh, wow. some uh, junior high school and high school players are playing. Wow, really? Yes. Well, so they're playing in the in the in the COVID? Yeah, yeah. Basketball, you know, basketball is life, even in the COVID. <laughs> wow, man. I yeah. think that, it's like the NFL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how are you guys staying staying safe? Well, why don't you – now let me ask you a question, Khalid. Um, two, a couple things. Tell us about the, the, the podcast you're doing 
uh, you and Jamal are doing, and then just tell us about your organization because you really, you're really neck deep in this whole youth sports thing, which you've been a part of for quite a while. Right. So, yeah. Why? Why don't we talk about that? Right. So the 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 up next podcast hosted by yours truly and yours truly, <laughs> Mr. Murphy over there. <laughs> um, it was just a concept we thought of. Um, we wanted to bring a voice to the youth sports platform, um, starting as early as fifth grade all the way up to late as juniors and seniors in high school, and just giving them you know, our own version of the, of a first take, you know, on, uh, but the youth version, I'm not Stephen A. Smith, but you know, but that, that's basically was the concept. And, um, you know, I, I, I do my job as far as getting, you know, recruiting most of the kids and, Mr. Murphy over there is the, the editor and extraordinaire man and yeah. great yeah. host. Yeah, um, he said that the other day you had like a, the uh, the best sixth grader in the in the country or something. Yep. Yeah, we've had a couple. Of, we yep. had a couple of like best, like top three sixth graders, top eighth grader in the country for boys. Uh, one of the top players in the junior class, top ten for boys. So we we've had our share of players, and we haven't even dropped some of the content, and including some of the football players that are top wide receivers and quarterbacks of their classes. How has this COVID affected uh, the whole recruiting process? I mean, it seems like it's put a lot of stuff on hold with guys trying to get a look and all that. How's that affected? There's a kid, uh, in fact, I spoke to, maybe it was last year. He was he was out of Philadelphia. What's the big, the big Catholic school out of Philly? Um, I, I know there's a Roman Catholic. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Roman Catholic. And uh, this kid, I think he ultimately decided, uh, his father played for Temple, a brother, and he decided to go to a fifth-year place. I forget, uh, now I can't remember his name. Um, Mm -hmm. But, but, I mean, my question is, and he was saying, you know, how's this COVID stuff going to, how has it been uh, uh, playing havoc on the whole recruiting uh, scene? I mean, big time. I mean, you know, guys, uh, I was on the phone with, Actually, uh, Jamal and me were on a podcast with the director of the New York Rens, mm-hmm. and he basically said that it's imperative that guys, if they have offers to go to college right now, they should be signing by January because it's going to be a free-for-all after January because of all the guys that will be transferring from college. And those those guys are going to be taking up slots that would normally uh, – that normally seniors of high schools would be uh, – you know, getting in, you know, getting in position to take over. So, you know, that's going on. And then obviously also the colleges uh, have ruled that you can, I think they, they gave an extra year to some of the kids right. um, that are already in college. So that hurts the, you know, that's a, that becomes a domino right. effect on the way down to the high school and even to the middle school scene. So it, it's definitely um, hurt and, and, on the middle school scene, a lot of guys have reclassed. Oh, wow. Because they know, yeah, so they know that, you know, they a lot of parents gambled on the fact that kids weren't going to be playing as freshmen. So they were like, so they, you know, the logic was, you know, let, us, let them sit back for another year so they can have four years of eligibility as a high school player instead of three. 
So how, but financially, how is this affecting programs? In other words, um, you know, before the pandemic, I guess there was a budget, you're a senior, you're going to whatever. Uh, now, I guess with the Power Five schools, I guess they got money, but how how is this financially affected uh, scholarship offers, particularly for like marginal kids? Right, I mean, uh, big time. And, and in talking about budget, we just had Coach Hamilton on our show the other day and they, I saw that their budget decreased by 20%. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, that's, a, that's a drastic hit for, you know, a, a, a top notch program. And as far as like all the way down to high schools, uh, I don't know about the budget, but I just know that, you know, I've even heard some rumors of some Catholic schools that are, might be closing because wow. they were, in, they were in financial risk. And then, kids and parents are like, I'm not going to send my kid to a Catholic school uh, to just do Zoom when he went to go play basketball. So I'm right. taking him and put him in a public school. So there's a right. lot of, there's a lot of like chess moves going on right now. And, and it's hurt. It, unfortunately, it hurt the kids the most. Yeah. Not, and not to mention the fact that, you know, just in terms of being seen, uh, the, the, you know, you can't really be seen in person. Uh, there are less, there are less times uh, that coaches can see you play. And then also, uh, you know, gyms being closed and kids, you know, you know, it, it's really like an exception for a kid to be able to have a gym he could have still gone to and, and worked out and practiced and kept his game going. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Tough. Yeah. Speaking on the gyms, like there's only that I know of it, probably only about two or three gyms open in New York where kids are playing because the DOE has closed all uh, you know, you can't get in DOE buildings right now. So that means anybody that had a permit, uh, including myself, can't get in those gyms anymore. So the only gyms I know that are open are the Gauchos gym, because that's a privately owned run gym, and the Post gym, which is new at the uh, in Brooklyn. Um, and it may be a couple others, but they don't jump off the table right now. So what, those what, are the two. What precautions are people taking? I mean, just, I, well, I'm just curious because, you know, it, I've got, a, you know, I've got access to a small gym. You've been at the gym, right? Up yeah, I have. I have. Yeah, in, in the, the church. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious. How could that be used? I mean, that's just, that, that would be a gym more for little little guys. Little kids, yeah. But, but how could that be used? I mean, a small capacity, you know, I, I think you could do it when, in a workout situation. It can't be a full-blown five-on-five game, but if you have like three or four guys and then you take precaution where you have obviously wiping down the ball, um, you know, Lysol, everything, and, you know, obviously mask up. Um, some gyms have it as a requirement that you before you come in, they, you know, at the post-gym, they check your uh, temperature, whether that's relevant or not, you know, that's what they do. So, <laughs> and then everybody has to obviously wear a mask. So, wow. I mean, this seems incredibly risky, man. The whole thing seems just so risky. I mean, you're going to a tournament. Uh, shucks, man, I'm debating whether to just go to Thanksgiving with four people. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, it just seems like really such an incredible risk. Uh, I, I mean, why? Just because people love basketball, or is this about? For some it's the money. At, 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 a, at a scholarship? 
Yeah, I think it's a combination of things. Because, like, at the 17s, you know, those kids are grasping on, like like Jamal said right now, they're like, yo, I got to get seen somehow. So, you know, if I can go somewhere and, and squeeze in an opportunity to play basketball and be seen, because this is my last shot to get a scholarship, kids are going to do that. Then on the, on the flip side, uh, you know, s- some parents – are just dealing with therapeutic issues where that's how much sports meant to their kids and it's driving mm. them crazy just to be inside. So, you know, it, it it's obviously a risk factor involved, but there's also risks to just with these kids just doing nothing and getting in trouble. Like in Brooklyn right now, kids are getting, I just heard of a shooting in Bed-Stuy and um, that was from what, you know, people told me that was with 15 or 16 year olds. Right. And then like six people got shot. One girl got killed coming what? in from North Carolina at a Sweet 16. That was that was a couple blocks from me. Oh, you heard about that, right? Yeah, over on uh, Fulton, over on Fulton and a and a like troop basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's hurting kid. Like kids are like getting too. I don't know. It's it's just not a lot going on, and you know, it becomes the devil's playground after a while. So they so there was a. A, a a party, a, a sweet sixteen party. Correct. <laughs> that that's a that was an issue. That, I mean, with let's itself, start right? with that. Let's start with that, right? <laughs> but they but it didn't deserve to be shot up, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what was the story? I mean, I mean, that, this would get a little far afield. But what what happened? I have no idea, man. You know, yeah. all I know is one of my what I call my nephews. He lives around there, and he said that some young lady, unfortunately lost her life. She was 20 years old, came up from Virginia for the Sweet 16, and now she won't make it back home. Right. And then a couple other people were shot, and I think it was in a, a, a building hallway. Right. Was it like a gang thing, or just... We don't know. But I yeah, don't know. From, from what well, I heard... Was... Me, first of all, you're not going to get me snitching on here. <laughs> <in this. laughs> exactly. Oh, I, I, I told you already, I don't know, G. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the reporter thing kicking in now. I'm like, right. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know. Hey, hey, listen, I just one last question uh, on just the whole scholarship. So are there people who, as a result, may not get a scholarship that they were kind of counting on? Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of, like, for example, uh, some of the seniors, they would be playing right now. Like, this would be the start of their season. So I noticed that a lot of, some high school programs have basically filled in the the schedule of what they would normally be doing with tournament play now. So basically, they be, they've entered in the AAU world because mm-hmm. AAU still would be going on, but it usually is not going on for high schools right now. But now, because the high school kids are not playing, they're, they're making sure they play so then they can send some of their film to college coaches that might not be able to see them play in their senior year now. So, so are, are coaches going to these tournaments? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, college coaches are not, but... Like I said, the high school kids are going and what they're doing is, you know, they might be getting with a coach who, you know, might take a clip of some good things that they've done on the court. And then they'll eventually send that footage to a uh, to a college coach. Right. Wow. The, ga- the game, the college game, you know, they, college basketball starts tomorrow. Right. Um, and they're, you know, they're still traveling. 
you know, some will have fans, some will have, you know, not many fans. Um, so, so that part of the business is still going. And then, and then, so the young kids, that's the feeder system. They can't stop either. Right. Right. Well, so how, how are, and they talked about, um, what this is going to look like. Are we going to have like a bubble situation or, cause you know, I mean, the NBA proved, although it was extreme that the only way this stuff works basically is, is in a bubble where people basically are prisoners. Uh, right. Once you let people go out and come back, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to have breakouts and, and, and stuff Absolutely. like that. So have you heard what, what colleges are going to do? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, colleges are roll them over, let them hit next, next man. Yeah, they try. Yeah, they're doing what the NFL is doing. They're doing what what the NBA said they're going to do when they come back because the NBA is not going to be in a bubble next month when they restart. They're going to play in their own stadiums and just hope for the best. Uh, colleges like so, the official college season is supposed to start tomorrow. Um, I would say about ten to fifteen of those games that were scheduled for tomorrow have been canceled. Because, I heard that. because yeah. breakouts, yeah, breakouts. Like for instance, I think uh, I forget who. Like Florida State was supposed to play somebody, um, but somebody on that team uh, has COVID, so the game is canceled. You know what I mean? So if one of the schools has an issue, the the game gets canceled, and now they're like, oh, no, we'll start early December instead. So it's and it's, so it's it's a team by team, a school by school basis. There is no real. You know, there's no bubble situation or anything like that. It's it's like the NFL, like a team in the NFL, uh, a couple of guys get COVID, either they sit out or the whole team or they have to reschedule the game and they're doing the same thing uh, for college basketball. Wow. That, that's that's nuts, man. Uh, so, so, Khalid, are you, you're, you're with the Nets, uh, the Knicks now, right? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I uh, helped out on their youth development side. Correct. Right. So, so what's going on at that level? Uh how how is COVID affecting what what you do with them? Oh, big big time because uh, usually I would be uh, on the youth development side. I we uh, you know uh, we we put on clinics for the kids and uh, we do a lot of uh, events in the garden for the youth and parents. So right now that's shut down because obviously we can't have that type of contact. So you know. Just like <laughs> the party's over until it, it begins again, man. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's pretty amazing. I guess, you know, think about, you know, I mean, Jamal, you played uh, decades ago in high school. Uh, you know, uh, Khalid, you, you know, you coached high school. And I just think how just when you think of like just six months ago, just how this whole thing has totally in the blink of an eye clashed. I mean, no March Madness, no tournaments. The season was shut down overnight. No fans. I mean, it's it's if you just look at uh, March 12th, no, March 11th, right? March 11th, you know, pre-tournament, right? You know, everybody's getting excited. March Madness and all that, you know, man, and now it's like, man, it's like, you, it's, it's unrecognizable. Had you ever, right. I mean, would you, could you have imagined that? I, I I could not. I don't think anybody could. Um, this is like a, a surreal moment in history. Yeah, it's a surreal moment in history. Um, and then you and then you uh, make that with the combination of uh, the orange man in the White House. So it's, it's it's been bizarre. It's been bizarre times, man. Crazy times. Oh, man. Let, me, let me ask. Let me ask you. I mean, you used to be a scout. Um, 
in the NBA? How are, how are NBA, like your NBA friends, people in the league, how are they dealing with all this? How are they doing things differently? They, you know, a lot of things, what they've told me is everything has been pretty much virtual. So um, a lot of film watching. Uh, I can only imagine because when I when when we worked in bas when I worked in basketball operations, you know we went to games on a regular basis and then we had film sessions also. Um, but on this side, on you know during this time, they probably had an overdose of film watching, <laughs> which by the way can be very tedious after a while. You know just right. to watch guys you know, in your living room or wherever you are. It's not the same as being at a game with a live crowd and, you know, and, and hearing that popcorn pop. So, so you know, this is, you know, I'm sure they, they struggled with it. And I'm sure, you know, somewhere in that draft, guys made some mistakes <laughs> because because of not being able to see the, the, the player live as much times as they usually could. So we gonna call it, Oh yeah, well, you know, he was a COVID pick. Right. Well, you know, he was a COVID pick. Yeah, right. And the free and the free agency too, because remember the bubble, there were no fans. So people starting right. to question, could that, you know, did guys, you know, capitalize on that? Like guys who may have been, you know, not didn't play well on the road or yeah. you know, little yeah, sense. No, it's, it's, it's definitely different to play, yeah. you know, in a bubble and then, you know, play in front of fans. You know, some people can't handle playing in front of fans right. and are more comfortable playing where they're in a rec league type right. environment. <laughs> rec league, rec league, all Americans. So yeah. Absolutely. But you know, when that thing opens up and hopefully, you know, God willing, when it does open up and you see these guys that have to play in Utah and play in a raucous Brooklyn, you know, arena, that's going to be a different, you know, <laughs> that's going to be different. <laughs> right. People like cursing at, you know, remember we had Zach Zarbon yeah. and, uh, you know, you know, actually I was, at, you know, I, what I did like about it is just what you can hear just as a, as a fan, you hear stuff. Right. Uh, everybody hears stuff that you normally wouldn't hear. Like, I was looking at the NFL game the other day, the Monday night game, and you could actually hear the quarterbacks, right? You know, right. All the, you know the, the, you know all the stuff they're saying, which you yeah. normally don't hear because of all the crowd, you know. Yeah, I heard a quarterback call out James Harden the other night. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun to hear. Yeah. So, let me ask you. Go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead, uh, Jamal. No, I was going to take it to the. Uh, we were talking to NBA. I was going to take it to the. NBA draft. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah that just happened. Um, what, what was your take on on the draft? Uh, I guess specifically the Knicks, because uh, you know we're in New York City. People love to hate the Knicks. Um, they took Obi Toppin, who was you know the best player in college last year, but he's also twenty two years old. Old nowadays to get drafted. What was your take on the Knicks pick and any other picks that you liked in the draft? I mean, I, th I thought the Knicks made a solid pick. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a kid that athletic can shoot it supreme athletic. So, you know, he'll, he'll bring the house down with some of those dunks. He led the college, uh, college basketball and dunks. So, you know, for where they were, you know, sometimes people over exaggerate where you, what you get at, at number eight, mm. you know, number eight is usually a starter in the league. Top three are usually, you want them to be the franchise player, core players. So the fact that I think they got a starter, you know, they have to be happy with that. 
Right. Mm-hmm. What you, What did you think of uh, Cole? Uh, Cole is he's, he's he's definitely a talent. Um, you know, I think he got hurt because he got hurt physically, and and the fact that his team, you know, was not that good. You know, he didn't have a lot. Of, I don't think he had a lot of talent around him at at North Carolina. And you know, for a point guard, you know, I always look at quarterbacks and point guards are like the same. You get judged on your wins and your losses. So that hurt him probably in the draft. Um, but you know, where would he go? Like he still went 15, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he probably in high school probably thought he'd be a top five pick, but you know, going to 15 is nothing to sneeze at and he probably will have a good career. Yeah. yeah, What about, um, uh, LaMelo ball got drafted third, um, with his, you know, his father, his father, LeVar, uh, he gets drafted by Charlotte. Uh, so he's playing for Jordan. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think about that pick? I, I really liked him. Like, I, I really liked him. I mean, he has the six, seven size and, you know, can he sees that floor. He has elite vision and handle. Like, he, he, he has good moves on the court. He's, he's fluid. So I, 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 I was – I thought he might go number one, but I can't be mad at taking Edwards at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. but either way, like, I'm sure everybody in that – the Minnesotas and all those that picked in that top three – it could have went any either way, you know. Um, but you know, the fact that he went to Charlotte, now uh Mr. Ball has to play Jordan and get his ass kicked. From <laughs> 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 talking all that smack he was talking. <laughs> well, what do you what do you what do you think about him? Uh about LeVar Ball. He's been quiet lately. Um, you know, he got all this publicity, but I mean he he did he got he had two he had two sons drafted in the top three picks of the draft. In separate years, yeah, basketball yeah. wise, you can't ask for any more than that. No, he's he, he, he's winning. You know, he's winning. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you know, when you get two guys drafted in the lottery, and um, with the the way he talk, he's the he's the social media Muhammad Ali of of, of his day. You know, so he, he so he's backed it up, man. And you can't you can't knock it. Now they have to show and prove. Right. You know, once they get you know once they get going in the league, because I, I I used to. A lot of guys told me in the NBA, it's the hardest part of staying in the league is not getting to the league, which, you know, says a lot. The first ball looks like he'll be a starter in the league for a long time. Right. And this kid looks like he might be an all-star one day. So, you know, kudos kudos God, to him for that. God bless him. Uh, he yeah. just got to make a better shoe, though. I mean, shoe. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> shoe was pretty terrible. You know, he, yeah. uh, anyway, just one, one uh, thing for uh, – we uh, sign off for the holidays. Um, I don't think we've talked, well, at least you and I have not talked, about uh, the playoffs. What do you think of the NBA playoffs? It, you know, as, as, as a former ball player, coach, and all that, um, I, you know, I've, I've always uh, intrigued by the competition. Um, what do you think of the level of competition? I know we'll get into whether it's harder or easier to play that AAU style where everybody's playing on the same gym, same floor, same rims. Um, it, it, do you think that's it was harder though, or was it easier? Uh, I think it depends on, I think it, it depends on the person. Cause I heard, you know, a lot of brothers in that bubble, the players were struggling, you know, you know, I, I think Paul George admitted that he was struggling off the court and some other guys, you know, were struggling with just that, everyday 
uh situation of doing the same things every day you know that's that, that they're not used to that you know they're <laughs> used to living a very uh flamboyant life style <laughs> to say the least so um but on the flip side i'm sure it was it was probably more comfortable because you don't have to travel you know you don't have to go from city to city pack up your bags and move on and then go to that that dreaded 10-day west coast swing that yeah. you know some of the east coast players do and vice versa from the west coast players for the east side so um i just think that you know it, it, it it's different folks for different uh different strokes for different folks in that situation as far as the competition i thought the competition was very good mm-hmm. i thought the guys were, were, were really balling i thought they were happy to be out there you know, playing the game they they grew up playing all their lives. I thought, in particular, you know, Jimmy Butler showed his butt and showed why he's he's a gritty, out the mud type of player that you know knows how to get it done. Um, I was disappointed in my boy. You know, I, I'm not a Boston Celtics fan, but I thought they were going to be coming out the East. Yeah, of course, too. that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then I and then I was also disappointed with the Clippers because I thought they mm-hmm. were going to come out the West and then. The king did it again. So, you know, <laughs> maybe he I haven't turned, been paying attention in, all this time. <laughs> uh, he turned him into Toronto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. How about we I mentioned that the uh the NBA starts again only in about a month, right? Right before right, right, right. before Christmas. So you've had you don't have that same that same time in between the season and and this new season. It's only about a couple months. What do you think? You know, what are the ramifications of that? And also going back to your 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 days as a scout, um, you know, in the draft. Now you're drafting kids who a month later are going to have to play in a season. How, do you, does that have any effect on on who you draft and how you draft? Yeah. Um, just to answer the first question, that's a that's a quick turnaround for those guys. So I just hope that, you know, they're taking the proper precautions. I'm sure the NBA is probably, you know, taking extra precautions with the health of these guys because that's a quick turnaround and you don't want any life-threatening injuries. We already have one of the stars that just went down and Clay Thompson, you know, that, that, that was something I would, I was sad to see because I thought they would be a a contender this year. Um, As far as the draft picks this year, um, the turnaround, I mean, those guys, again, it's going to be spotty because as Jamal said earlier, a lot, you know, I think usually you have about a 32 game season and based on COVID, you might not even have 20 games with some of these teams, the way they're dropping already. Mm. And and that might be a big number. And and then we're not even talking about the, the, the postseason camps and, you know, those other things that scouts are privy to. So it, it, this is going to be difficult to to do evaluation during this time period. Mm. So they're talking about what Sobe. How long was the season? December, January, February, March, April, right. then May. Right. <laughs> right. I think so. It, Correct. Do we do we even know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Who knows? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, fluid. I think it's fluid. Yeah. What do you think about Doc in uh Doc in Philly? I'm rooting for Doc, man. I, I, I grew up. I grew up rooting for for the first Doc in Philly. You know what I mean? I, I, I remember right, right. going to the camp. I didn't take that number six jersey off for a whole week. Then it stood up by itself, man. <laughs> but I, I, I'm rooting for this Doc Rivers, man. I think he's a. Uh, you know, I, I just I just think they have a lot of tricks up their sleeve with this team. I, I got a feeling. You know, everybody's talking about James Harden to the Nets, but I have a feeling that um. 
somehow he's going to end up in Philly with Daryl Morey. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I just have that feeling because they have more to give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they have they have more assets. You know, they have uh, Ben and, you know, Ben Simmons, who, who could possibly be on the chopping block. Um, going to Houston, you never know. I just don't think that if the, if Houston is going to give up James Harden, I need to, I need a star back. Right. And right. I don't think the Nets are going to give up KD or Kyrie right. before it even plays out. Right. But I think the Sixers have a better chance of giving up uh, definitely Ben Simmons. I don't think they'll give up MB because they won't have a big man. But I think Ben Simmons would be the logical target. Wow, that that would be a shock to him. I guess you know every every pro, I guess I mean, except LeBron or you know something like that is going to get traded at some point in your career. No question. And, and, and so I guess with Simmons, it would be just I guess it would be sobering for him to like say, "No, man, you, you know, hey, right, right, you better, you better get you in the know, gym better, and shoot the ball." Okay, yeah, you better, right. you better get you a shot. You know, right. And I, I think that would be a hell of a combination with James Harden and, and, and Embiid. Embiid, I think, just has to work a little better on his on his fitness right. and, and and being in shape. But when he's in, you know, when he's going, man, he's a load to stop, man. No question. But is he committed to that? I mean, at that's, this that's point, a question. It's, it's not that's like he's it's not like he's twenty years old. Right. I right. mean, this seems to be who he is now. Right, right. And then he's in the land of Philly cheesesteak, so it can't be easy, man. <laughs> oh, my. And, and then it comes COVID, uh, yeah. COVID on top of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like knocking it down. You know? <laughs> well, no telling what he's going to look like. He, he may look like, uh, damn, I'm trying to think of who, who. I'm trying to think of somebody who just, like, exploded. Like, we saw him. Yeah, they were just, like, huge. I, I, I remember Tupac said, uh, looking flabby and sick like Larry Holmes in one of his records, man. So. <laughs> Larry Holmes. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Philly again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, just hope, I'm just hoping Zion is in shape this time when he comes back. That's all. That's my only hope. Yeah, if, I, if he yeah. comes, if he comes back out of shape again, I don't know, man. I don't know what. Yeah, well, you know, they don't they start they start training camp December first. So okay, that's right around the corner. Yeah, wow, brother! Literally. Hey, so, so let's a Thanksgiving Day question. What are you guys doing uh, for Thanksgiving? Well, my, we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. We 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 don't really. My family because doesn't it's a, celebrate. It's a, race, it's a racist holiday. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't participate. But I will be. Uh, I will say this: when the Dallas Cowboys come on the TV, whoever they play, I'm rooting for that team. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all right. That, that's a that's a celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stay at Dallas. I'm sorry. And, yeah, and well, I gotta say, I gotta say a shout out to my guy Popeye Jones, who, who's one of the coaches in the league. That's his team, and he's be and I'm killing him <laughs> right now <laughs> for that statement. Oh wow, uh, unbelievable! What are you doing, Jamal? Uh, you know, I'm just gonna we're gonna cook some turkey, just chill with the fam. So you, uh, so you are celebrating the racist holiday. Yeah, I, I, cel- <laughs> I do celebrate the racist holiday. Um, you know, I, so I, admit I. It, I, I admit it's racist, um, but you know, I'm I'm an American. You know, I was I, I've been there co-opted by America. You know what I'm saying? So understood, uh, understood. All right, all right. Well, okay, all right. Um, all right, hey, listen, man. Um, this is great. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing the podcast. Yes, sir. Up you next podcast, man. Yep. Up See? next. Check it out. Uh, up, up next. With Dave, with, with Jamal Ruffin, with Jamal Ruffin and the Temptations. 
Hey, he's um, Prince. I'm the revolution, man. Yeah, yeah. That's how we work. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, let's update it. Let's update yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, but listen, whatever you guys do, um, tomorrow our guest has been the great Khalid Green. Yes, he's, sir. Uh, there's community relation with the Knicks. They need it. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and um, man, whatever you do tomorrow, uh, Thanksgiving, be safe. Tell yes, everybody, sir. say hi. And um, yeah, man, Jamal, same thing, man. You know, uh, be safe when you do this pagan holiday. <laughs> That's right. You too, All Bill. Right. All right. Yeah. So listen, All right, man, brothers. Uh, everybody out there, uh, millions of followers, uh, be safe. Be sound and God bless. Peace. Take care, everybody. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.